Hey, Dad, you know what they say about uh, the holiday season, right? No. What? It's the most plunderful time of the year. Oh, God, really? <laughs> How long have you been storing that one? But you know what else they ask, right? No. What's this week's safe word? Uh, Noel. Because, well, when I say the alphabet, I, you know what letter I don't include? L? Correct. Why L? Oh, my God, you just said Noel. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Roll the opening. And welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... What are we doing? Well, that's usually where you say something. Oh, today we're... What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Today, we've been gone for two weeks, so uh, apparently we don't know how to do this anymore. No, I've completely forgotten. It's not like riding a bike at all. No, instead, it's like riding a dildo, because we talk about sex and sex positivity. And this week, we are talking about the holidays. The holidays. The high holy gays. The Fistmas. Merry Fistmas. <laughs> Merry Fistmas to you. <laughs> and to all a good night. This week we're talking about the holidays because we just got back from some holidays of our own with some family. And... Yeah, family time. Isn't that fun? Don't we all enjoy that? <sighs> Do we? Well, I, I, I think uh it's a double-edged sword really it's as you grow older you you tend to have less things in common with your parents and there are things especially when we're in the kink world that just aren't appropriate to share around the thanksgiving table or the christmas table (laughs) well sure so for instance we just went back to uh arizona where actually very unlikely but both of our parents both of our sets of parents live now right there that's so funny your parents just moved from seattle to phoenix and my parents have always lived in phoenix so the holidays were were easy in one way but also more difficult because we had to visit everyone at the same time and it was a lot of family and i love my family but it was a lot of family (laughs) and uh we had a sponsored video that had to go up so I was not only editing like late, late at night, but avoiding my parents. And also, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you were there at the time, but I was editing the Family Feud episode that came out this last week while my parents were, pl- were watching Family, Family Feud. Family <laughs> Feud. No, I, I actually watched in the room when that was going on and I almost said something. Oh my God, that's like our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's because, and this is kind of the, the whole point of today's topic and this, today's episode is like family dynamics when you are kinky or maybe you're LGBTQ+, and you're not really sure how to talk about that with family. Because my family knows I'm gay, they know I'm out, they, they've obviously met you and they don't think that you're just like a friend, they, they know that you are my partner. Yeah. Um, but my family is incredibly they, they, religious. They don't know you call me daddy. Yeah, no, that was the hardest part of the whole trip. <laughs> and I didn't slip Or I once. call you puppy. I almost, there was so many times I'm like, pup, can you get me? Oh, I watched. I watched you. I, you, like, you hit but, uh, uh, but, <laughs> I don't know. Thankfully, your parents weren't really in tune to it, so it was all fine. But, um. <laughs> it was definitely funny. Yeah. It's and I funny. almost slipped once or twice. But, you know, everyone's has different dynamics with their parents and uh, relatives. True. Um, So like even for instance, you and I, we act differently around the two different sets of parents because one's a little more liberal. The other one's more conservative. Um, So we're able to talk about most of the stuff we, we do with my parents, not all of it, because I don't think it's appropriate to 
your parents really don't want to know about your sex life. Just like you don't want to know about theirs. Sure. Uh, except they're not very out and open about their sex life on the internet, where uh, we are yeah. kind of everywhere. <laughs> and it's our life. So when they're like, what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, I really just, I didn't have anything that I could really go into. So like, right. I would talk about the lawsuit with them because they would ask more questions right. they didn't want to know answers to. Um, I didn't talk about the YouTube channel, though I would totally, so like, that's the other thing is I would talk about that with them if, if they asked. I'm right. totally open. I'm totally down to have that conversation but I don't think that they're ready for that yet. And no. when you're with your family for the holidays, you know, you love them and you, you accept who they are. So if you forced the topic and tried to, would that be consensual? No. And that's why I don't, that's why I don't do that. Whereas your parents are like, they're aware of like the YouTube and they know kind of your background and they're aware of like the the pornographic stuff. And they know of. I work in porn, mm -hmm. and my dad was fascinated with the Google lawsuit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, that was so good. I guess the lesson there is like, even though your family might not know the whole story, you can still be there for them. You can still support who they are, and not make it awkward, and not make it kind of. Uh, you don't need to put your sex out there in their face the same way you don't want to know about their sex, right? Yeah. And I think your parents also, when you come home for the holidays, they're trying to recreate the memories that you had from childhood, and they still think of you as a child. They don't really want to know about your adult, adult life. True. And I don't need to tell them about it. I mean, your family needs to know so much that you guys can be a family. Yeah. And that the, Love, you know. support, talk about the nephews and nieces and other relatives. Absolutely. Although... It, the sexual innuendos and double entendres at, at dinner is totally valid. <laughs> my family you. sets those up all the time. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, so today's episode is going to be kind of talking about the holidays, how you survive it. But also I figured let's do a, a holiday Q&A. Ooh. So we're going to have some questions from you guys later on. Um, and these questions come straight from our Patreon. So if you're wanting to get in on those Patreon Q&As... Or anything kind of special behind the scenes. So it's funny because I go into Patreon now and answering people and stuff. And I I see these little questions pop up that you put in and everyone is commenting. I'm like, uh, this is going to be used against me soon, isn't it? <laughs> this is not being used against you. This is being used for content. There's a difference. <laughs> you are consenting to content that is fun and educational, right? Yeah. You're right. making me drink. <laughs> You want a Christmas bonus? Yeah. Okay, let's play this game. Well, no, so we're going to get to the questions eventually, yeah. but I figured we can like talk about some news in, in the holiday scene, in the holiday scene. Um, it's, first and foremost, did you know that, I mean, so what is one thing, here, let me set the scene, let me set the holiday scene, the, the nativity <laughs> Please scene. Please do, I have no idea where you're going with this. <laughs> I was away in a manger the other day. Oh, God. AKA a sling. No. Um, so what is one thing that you generally get around the holidays? Uh, fat. Oh my God. <laughs> Too real. Too real. I do. <laughs> no, no. What comes, what comes to the holidays? So like, what are some things that are really popular during the holidays? Like to eat or to do? What are you talking? Ice skating? What? What is one thing that happens during the holidays? Lots of. Parties. Okay. What else? Uh, uh, merriment. Do, do you hear it? <laughs> Sleigh bells. 
that's part of one of the songs that happen a lot during the holidays. Oh, songs? Oh my carols. It's like, carols. It, it's like leading a horse to water and then he decides to just jump into it instead of drink it. And oh, songs. Oh yes. That's that's where you're going with it. Correct. That okay. answer is music to my ears. Oh, fantastic. So, it is something right. Christmas music is very popular. Uh-huh. Lots of Christmas music has like goes back years and years and years. But one thing that doesn't always translate well is the sexy Christmas and holiday music that kind of talks about, you know, having sex on the holidays and doesn't yeah. really break down the fact that it's a little rapey. <laughs> Are you talking about Baby It's Cold Outside? Well, so that, that's the first one. So I figured because that's the rapiest song on the planet. It is. But, <laughs> She's but like saying no, 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 and he's like, but come on. <laughs> well, so they're timeless classics in many ways, but even classics can be problematic in the long run. Sure, right? Because yeah. that that song is. Do you know when that song was actually written? In the fifties, I believe. The forties, forties, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And though it's one of the most popular Christmas songs ever recorded and ever played, um, over the past couple of years with things like Me Too and other, you know, progressive consenting sorts of, uh, you know, woke culture, I guess. What would you call that? Did you just say woke? Yes, I did. <laughs> Are you awake? Okay. Don't wake daddy. I don't even know what that means. But okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Being conscious of um, societal norms, if you will. So, which apparently I am not. Well, I mean, you're you're semi-conscious. <laughs> you're, you're half asleep over there. But there's been a lot more conversations recently with things like Me Too around consent, and right. you know when media goes a little too far. Uh, and so it's funny because uh, Baby, it's cold outside. Like you were mentioning, was actually just rewritten by none other than John Legend. So he actually rewrote a bunch of lyrics in Baby, it's cold outside to make it more appropriate. Thoughts. Well, first of all, is his real last name Legend, or is he just trying to make himself a legend? Um, I I don't actually know, but that's not even remotely <laughs> part of the point. That's just a weird. I'm. Name. I'm <laughs> are all your sleigh bells in there ringing? No, they're not. So wait, what was the question? I got sidetracked. Oh my god! <laughs> I was asking your opinion on rewriting classic music that is problematic. Um. I don't know. I I think it takes away from the childhood memories and the nostalgia of it. What is the childhood memory that has to go along with rapey music that well, you want to keep around? It, you didn't think of it as rapey music. No, no, I know, at, I know. Uh, at the time, it was a holiday song that you listened to, and there's good feelings that go with it. What if I told you Kelly Clarkson sings it with him? Does that make it better? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so John Legend rewrote the song with Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to read you some of the, the changed lyrics. Oh, God. And I want okay. your opinion as I walk through this. <laughs> We're going to make this Oh, up. so she's doing the no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's doing the come on, come on, go so on. So, like, normally it's like, I really can't stay. And then Baby, like, it's cold outside. Oh, are you John Legend? Uh-huh. So I'm Kelly Clarkson? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Catching my breath. No, um. So one of the one of the lines says, "What will my friends think?" And then John Legend's line is, "I think they should rejoice if I have one more drink." And then he says, "It's your body and your choice." 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I think that's overcorrected. I really Just a little can't bit. stay. They still say, baby, it's cold outside. I've gotta go away. And John Legend says, I can call you a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so then why does she keep protesting then if he's like, okay, go. Well, Leave. I, I, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say, like, let me call you an Uber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except that probably was politically incorrect. You need a lift. But the, but, oh, thank you for being woke. I, um, I was so woke on that. <laughs> so I'm curious. Um, instead of kids being uh, fast asleep with sugar plums around their head, are they, are they now woke? Waiting woke. for Santa? <laughs> with sugar plums. With their iPads in their hands? <laughs> There's a good t-shirt for you. Woke. <laughs> sugar plums dancing around their head. <laughs> woke for Santa. No, but then... And the song just kind of gets more confusing from there. I, I appreciate what they're trying to do by reading. Oh, I, I want to hear more lyrics. Give oh, me lyrics. Um, I ought to say no, no, no. And he says, well, you really should go, go, go. It's, so he's not. Oh, my God. He's like pushing her out the door. <laughs> She's like, well, why don't you want me? <laughs> oh, I love this one. I simply should go. And then John Legend says, text me when you get home. That doesn't even rhyme, John Legend. <laughs> Now I want to hear this song so we can laugh at it. I'm supposed to say no. And then John Legend says, I guess that's respectable. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be very clear. I think that is overcorrect. I think the original Baby It's Cold Outside is definitely incredibly rapey and very problematic. I just don't know if rewriting the song gets the point across that you're wanting to get across. Um, I think, I think, and, and of course we have evolved over time, but I mean, look at Mad Men and, and those kind of shows and how, uh, how that male dominated workforce culture was. I think totally. the song was a guy chasing a woman mm-hmm. and trying his best to get with her, but not to rape her. But, well, I don't think that was his intention. One of the lines in the original song was, though, what's in this drink? Well, yeah, sure. I mean... <laughs> but that's that was back then, her saying, oh, my God, it's too strong. What's in this drink? Okay, well... It's like, oh, know. my God, you pour so much whiskey. Oh, my God, what is this? Is this gin? I don't usually drink gin. So it's, so it's interpretation. Sure, but I think it's really interesting because all of these songs... There's a lot of problematic songs, if you think about it. I actually... When I was, that's another one. Oh, <laughs> just wait. Yep. When I when I heard that they rewrote this song, it kind of got me thinking, well, what other songs are problematic? All right. Hit me. So, of course... Oh, you want me to hate you? No. <laughs> I really should hate you. <laughs> oh, okay. They're going to have to rewrite that one quick. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's with consent. <laughs> that can be our What's the Safer theme song. Christmas theme song. <laughs> you don't have to sleep in my bed. Let me pop you a tent. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I actually I googled problematic Christmas songs, and of course, there's like ten different articles on all these different websites of problematic Christmas songs. Um, can you guess? I'm curious. Can you guess before we get to the Q and A of this episode? Let's talk about problematic Christmas songs. Can you guess another problematic Christmas song? All I want for Christmas is you, because I'm so sick of hearing Mariah. Carey. Actually, yes. Really? And do you know why? <laughs> I know why. <laughs> But please give me a reason to hate that song. Um, well, I mean, so recently, and this is actually recent with Mariah Carey, Justin Bieber and Mariah Carey did a duet to All I Want for Christmas is You. Now think about that. 
a a preteen, a prepubescent Justin Bieber saying he's in his twenties now. No, no, no. This is back when he was still a child. Oh, okay. in many ways. And he's doing, singing a duet with you know a forty year old woman who's saying, "All I want for Christmas is you." <laughs> Well, How a, problematic is that? It was a cougar anthem. That's not even want? age of consent. <laughs> that, that is, like, there's no age of consent state at all that you could even argue that. She's three uh, oh, times so, his age at the time. So that's the only issue with the song? Was that she's singing with Justin Bieber when he's well, underage? Well, I, I also think that there's a bit of a problem there with a woman saying all she needs for the holidays is a guy. Because, like, maybe she is a strong, independent woman who... Well, but if she's in love with the guy, then why not? <laughs> Anyway, you guys are picking that these was, songs that apart. Was, that was at the low end of the list. That was okay. a stretch. I okay. think that's even, a little. Bit I even of think stretch. that was a stretch. Okay. Um. And and I'm not I'm not a fan of that song, so I'm not defending it. Oh no, <laughs> I don't saying. think you are. No, you're not a believer. I'm not. A, oh, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Oh, I dated someone who was a believer once, um, and so I bought him a Justin Bieber cutout and I put it in uh, his shower and during <laughs> at two a.m. one night. <laughs> He went into the bathroom and he saw the shadow of the Justin Bieber cutout and he screamed bloody murder. I think I gave him a heart attack. Because he thought it was a real person or he thought it was well, Justin Bieber? It was like 2 a.m. He was going to the bathroom and Justin Bieber, Bieber was in Bieber? Is it Bieber? What do you think? I don't know. Well, let's just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I, I always say Justin right. Bieber. <laughs> what other songs do you think is on this uh, inappropriate song list for the holidays? Oh. So we have Baby It's Cold Outside. White Christmas. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, what? I didn't even think about that one. But no, that was on the list. It might need to be. Um, yeah, that's that's a little... Oh, that's a little problematic. Um, how about I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Think about that one for a second. So she's cheating on Daddy uh-huh. kissing Santa Claus. And the... Yes. So it's... And they list it problematic for two reasons. One, the kid sees their mom kissing... Uh, their dad dressed as Santa Claus and assumes the man is Santa rather than their father and is f- totally fine in the song because they start singing, I can't wait to tell daddy, wouldn't that be funny or something like that. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. But that like infidelity is funny. In, well, in, in, ho- uh, the holiday season is for infidelity. Oh, <laughs> uh, you couldn't even say it's a cuckold because it's a child. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, I, that is problematic. I don't know. Um, never thought of it that way or and there was another interpretation um uh well just the fact that they think that they're that santa is or just the fact that they think their father is actually santa which i guess was problematic because that's just like a problem because it it it, it ruined who santa is i guess (laughs) but either way either interpretation um there's lots of sexual undertones um and they don't really, they make the child seem like it's not a problem. Like from the child's perspective, where that would be very traumatic as a kid, don't you think? Oh, it depends on the kid. But yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> okay, what other songs? I think you guys are just getting riled up. Um, what other, I don't know. You tell me, you have the list. How about uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? <laughs> a song that celebrates your grandma this being killed brutal. by a What Santa? if you don't like your grandma? So what if she's oh. a horrible person? <laughs> well, I mean, it, so this song was written in the 1980s. Um, and there's actually a background to the song where they think that it was, uh, the song was actually written to, uh, 
what did they say? Oh, it's interpretation has sexual undertones um, because it was a reaction to second wave feminism and suggests that the wide popularity of the song, which depicts fatal violence against an elderly woman, may be part of a negative cultural reaction to the feminist agenda, is what this article said. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not good to trample grandma, I guess. <laughs> Especially during the holidays. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay, that's one of the... That's a pun I like. Okay. And if it, it's only because you said it like Angelica Houston. Well, how is that? Wait, is it Angelica Houston? Who is uh, Ma- Maleficent? Well, Angelina. well. Oh, Angelina. <laughs> oh, my God. Angelina. <laughs> Sorry. Good reference. Good <laughs> reference. So, and then the final one on at least the, this list that I'm looking at, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Why? What's wrong with that? Because his nose is electric. What? Well, first shiny of all, nose. oh well, the, all the reindeer laughed and bullied him. Ding ding ding. But they're just they're talking about a true event. This is his life story. I'm sorry. Did you just say Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was based off of a true event? Well, the song is based off Rudolph's life. So, yes, he was bullied as a kid and then grew up into this magnificent reindeer and overcame his shortcomings. Well, that's a great message, but you realize that the song pretty much doesn't scold anyone or tell anyone that bullying is bad. Did you ever, like, ad-lib in that during, uh, like, Sunday school when you had to sing that, like, had a really shiny nose like Pinocchio. Yeah. yeah. And what part of that is nice at all? Well, kids like to be mean. That doesn't make it okay. It's funny. Okay. And so you're part of the problem. <laughs> I am definitely part of the problem. Anyway, I thought it would just be kind of funny to talk about like problematic Christmas songs because it's the perfect segue into other problematic things in our lives where... You come on here and talk about some tea. Ooh, is this my dad tea? Yes. My dad tea, which we still don't have a theme song No, for. we still don't have a jingle. So if you make jingles or music, can you, can you make us a, a dad tea jingle? How does it go again, daddy? I forget. Something, 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 as long as it's not inappropriate. <laughs> I love that it just keeps getting, there's more somethings every week and even less structure to this theme song. <laughs> Come on, you have to have an actual. Come on, give me a theme song. No, I don't. I can't sing. <laughs> give Mariah. She'll do it with Justin Bieber. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is that tea. Is tea. Ooh, baby, don't be offensive. Okay, Go. so, so what's the tea? This is something I've talked about before, but on here. It came up recently. No, I don't know on the podcast. I think in the show, um, uh, what's the safe word, show. Okay. Um, but it, it just came up recently again. And it's when you play with someone and you're the dominant and the bottom or whoever's the sub gives no, like, emotion back. Uh, no, no moaning. No, no matter what is happening, you can't tell if they're enjoying themselves 
just tolerating it because it so and you switch it up trying to get some sort of response even moans can be pleasurable well and I question think, what were they woke <laughs> I'm gonna woke you in a second. <laughs> but so no, I don't. And this is my my thing. It's like having. It's like if, even if you were having vanilla sex with someone and they just lied there and didn't kiss back or do anything, that wouldn't be a very pleasurable. Why are you me? Because you're in the same room with me right now. Fair, but just. And and I think a lot of the time it's it's a newer sub who just doesn't know how to react or what they're supposed to do and may be overwhelmed with the senses going on. Um, so they they kind of freeze up and sure. they just don't react. But I think you need to or I, I I encourage subs to give some feedback back to the dom so he or they know where to go and if you're enjoying it because it's a lot of work to do it and give someone a good time and especially and it's not worth it if halfway through you're like i don't know if they're having a good time or not so this is just wasting my energy anyway that's my dad no i get it well do you have any any uh recommendations or ways in which subs can communicate that or even maybe they need they do better the easiest thing to do is just moan Moans say so much. Uh, yeah, moan okay, okay. Like, what does this mm, moan say? What does this moan say? Mm, uh, uh, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like you can't sing. But <laughs> how dare you? Okay, so, no, okay, okay. we're going to do interpretive moaning. Okay. Okay. So next week's dad tea Ooh, will be don't baby. sing when you moan. <laughs> All I want for Christmas. That would be a buzzkill. <laughs> no, but you can you can moan pleasurably. You can moan when you're in pain. That also tells signals totally. at the top to slow down or change course. Um, and as you get excited, um, Physically display that. Sure. Move around a bit. And if you're feeling overstimulated, you know, say something. Yeah. If you if you're not enjoying it, do speak up. Yeah. If you're in an uncomfortable position, maybe it's not the right thing that that gets you going. Definitely say something because that helps that helps your dominant to know what's going on and that maybe they need to switch it up too. And it's never it's never a bad thing for a dom to just check in and be like, Hey, are you doing okay? Are you enjoying yourself? Is everything good? No, and, 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 and I, I literally did that, and the response was, oh my god, this is fantastic. I'm like, well, how would I know that? <laughs> well, did you communicate with them beforehand to ask them what kind of things turned them on and, and how they looked when they were enjoying themselves? Of course I did. And what'd they say? Not very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also a bit of uh, make sure you are, you know, finding people that you vibe with that, that goes sure. along with that. Well, that was some scalding tea, Daddy. Was that scalding? I'm kind of disappointed you didn't, you didn't like, give us some, some hot chocolate instead, honestly. Sorry. Marshmallows. Because this is a holiday Q&A. You excited? Yes. Is this a new segment now? Oh, no. This is just... We're... we're this is the, the episode. We're doing oh. a Q&A. I thought I went over this already. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> no, I absolutely did. Anyway, which brings us to uh, the next part of today's episode, which is 
we asked our lovely patrons, that's patreon.com slash what's the safe word, where we do extra stuff, videos, we sometimes do Q&As, and you guys get this bonus content as well as podcasts every week, not just every other week. That's kind of how we have it structured currently. So we asked uh, our patrons for some holiday-specific Q&A questions. So bonus points if they asked something that was a little bit more festive. And the first mm. question, Daddy, uh, comes from Carrie, and it says, What piece of kink, wear, or equipment, and or toy, would you most like to find stuffed in your stocking? And mm. definitely was not a question that I planted to get ideas for your Christmas presents. So kink toy I'd want in my stocking? What do you want for so Christmas? So does it have to physically fit in a stocking? I could get a big stocking. <laughs> That's a sleep sack. <laughs> Ooh, we could, what if we invented a sleep sack that looked like a candy cane? That sounds expensive. That would, but you know how expensive white and red leather would be at that at that degree. Ooh, that would be. Stop cool. avoiding the question. What do you want? Um. Hmm. Well, truthfully, and you're gonna laugh at me, is in the move I've discovered I um I'm missing a pair of handcuffs that I loved. Yeah, they're English oh, no. cuffs. I would, I'd like to get, I'd like to get another pair of those English handcuffs with the key that built uh, stays in. Oh, but yeah, new handcuffs. Okay, and I want, I kind of want a set of those really uh, thick leather bondage straps that we make at Mister S. Um, but I spent all my store credit on other people. So. I have, the, I have those. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> Those are in the dungeon, hanging on the wall. Yeah, but I don't have my own, and I just moved into oh, my own place. Oh, you want them in your own place. Uh, All right. That's what you want? Okay. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, are there? can I have more? Uh, well, no. You, you, you already <laughs> blew your wad on that one. Those are expensive, too. Oh, I know. Next question comes from Lulu, who says, How do you feel about the trend of christmas light bondage photos that have gotten popular in the last couple of years? Christmas like bondage. So uh, okay. Oh, so here, okay. let me explain. So during the holidays, um, a lot of people find the excuse to get down to your underwear or or less sometimes, um, and put electronic like lights and heated lights all around your body, and you think that that is a good idea. Please do not do that because you are going to hurt yourself or burn yourself or maybe even electrocute yourself. But no, the lighting has changed. It's no longer hot. It's well, not those big... Some, remember those big lights. bulbs that yes. like burn trees down in people's homes? And yes, and some people still fires. use those in their bondage photos. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even Dan Savage goes in the record, like, Christmas oh, well, he, is not sexy. As he, he hates says, right? anyone who dresses up for Christmas. Um, I, I I get that you're having fun. I get it. They're having fun. I'm not as militant as Dan is on that issue. You're not as maleficent. What? <laughs> well, 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 well. Um, I don't know. I don't find it sexy. Mm-hmm. I find it playful. I think it's playful. I think it can be an all in good fun. Um, but I also like all these people are like wrapping up their dogs in Christmas lights. And that's really sad. That makes me sad. Cause those dogs look terrified. <laughs> Have you seen the TikTokers that wrap their dogs in Christmas lights? It's no, so because mean. they're not on TikTok. Oh, actually that would be a good TikTok. Do you, Daddy, do you have any lights to wrap you up? I mean, to use for promotional I have, I have videos? I a bunch of orange, uh, Halloween lights. I just took down. That'll work. <laughs> anyway, next question. Did we answer that question? I think, think so i I said i didn't 
I didn't mind it, I, but I don't find it sexy. Great. Okay. Next question comes from Julia, who says, have you ever tied up a sub and dressed them like a Christmas tree? So I, this kind of goes in hand in hand with Lulu's question. Uh, example, ornaments on nipple clamps, uh, cock cage, wrapped up in lights. Okay, for, so no lights. Well, we, we did do once where, didn't we use um, that uh, bandage, ace bandage tape? We did red and white candy cane. We mummified you. That's true. We did do an episode year. on what's a safe word about mummification during the holidays. Yeah. And we specifically use red and white uh, because we want to do a candy cane. Yep. And that was a fun scene. Yep. Now, um, now we just need the candy cane sleep sack to put over it. <laughs> well, so uh, years ago when I was still in Seattle, um, I did a holiday photo shoot um, with my friend who tied me up and then put ribbon around me and then put like one of those little tree dressings at the bottom of my feet and a hat on and like for a gag, I think it was like a some sort of like um, plastic ornament in my mouth and that was that was fun i thought that was really cute people really enjoyed it there's actually one one of the, the I, there's a cartoon out there and I, oh who is the artist who does this uh it's not ntn it's uh oh, i can't remember anyway uh, so it has it has this this guy who looks like a tom of finland drawing uh on his on the ground shoulders legs in the air and his his uh ankles tied over his head so his ass is straight in the air and a christmas tree is planted in his ass like he's the christmas tree holder i always thought that would be fun to recreate so the question Very is have you ever tried <laughs> <laughs> but that would be fun to recreate right <laughs> Yeah, do you want to? Okay, I'll, have re- to be a I'll recreate Brown that Christmas on you, Daddy. Yep, I will happily recreate that on you. Just okay. say a Charlie Graham Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, because I think a regular one, like an eight foot tree, would be too much. If you want some real, most. if you want some real pup tea, can we talk about how I just really like dislike Charlie Brown Christmas specials? What's pup tea? It's like dad tea, but it's my perspective. What are you, a dragon? <laughs> What's puff tea? I said pup tea. Oh, pup. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They said puff, like puff the magic dragon. Um, Someone's puffing too much over here. Hey, 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 hey. I, I really dislike Charlie Brown Christmas specials. Am I the only one there? It's, Listeners? It's a different is this, genre. Is this one-way communication working? It's, I can't hear you. It's a different era. It's a different genre. Although I, I do find it hilarious that whenever adults talk to the kids, kids on those specials it's like what well, i don't find it sounds what do you mean sounds just yeah. like you normally mm. <laughs> is that is that your cue for next question uh, that's my cue for the next drink okay um mitch asks is it weird being around family for the holidays when you're with your kinky partner what is the best slip in front of your family story so i think what what mitch is asking is slip what's the do you slip? slip up like what is oh. the best story where you slipped up in front of the family oh i do that a lot do you remember any good ones because i do uh, of me or you um we were there and it was at our expense do you remember last year we went to the family dinner um it wasn't the christmas dinner but it was during the holidays we went to like this burger joint and my family's very good at gossiping um Oh, about people that aren't there. And there was a, a friend of the family who was dating someone who was it, it was a it was a woman uh, and she was dating an older guy. Um, and 
Like she was thirty and he was forty. <laughs> yeah, so it was not a big age difference uh, comparatively to some other people in the. But family. these were a bunch of thirty-year-olds talking about it. So, the, uh, um, my cousins and my dad. Oh well, and do you remember sure what difference. was said? Well, they were just so your cousins are twins, two twin girls. So the one that was getting married was going off on their friend who was dating this older guy by ten years, and and and. Someone at the table was like, yeah, she must have daddy issues. Not someone. My own father. <laughs> Is that what your dad said? Uh? <laughs> and my dad, without must missing a beat, says, well, she's got some daddy issues. And then literally at that moment, I, I noticed the other twin who was sitting across the table from me kind of eyeball me for a second and then realize that the pup and I have a huge age difference <laughs> and she was like trying to get her sister to shut up like literally kicking her under the table so then one at a time everyone around the table starts to realize oh uh, wait a second there's um, a huge age difference between Amp and Chris and so in, in classic fashion and take notes kids um, the best way to diffuse that is to when you are the butt of the joke just get in on the joke and be like, <laughs> and so so I turn to everyone and I'm just like, wow, she's got issues. <laughs> yeah, you know, you said that. <laughs> yeah. I think I said you have daddy issues. No. Maybe in your head. You didn't You didn't back me up at all. <laughs> no, I did. Because your dad's like, wait, how old are you? And I was like, 50. And he, he like high-fived me. Which as was if odd. That, as if, well, now, <laughs> that made my, it better. They, yeah, he tried. He, my dad was trying to defuse the situation. He realized that he said something. And we weren't like offended, but I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, beyond that, like slip-ups, I've definitely said daddy half like halfway, but then like changed it to like, uh, hey, do you know what uh, you're doing over there? Let me help you. Yeah, that. yeah. And you just got to be really. You just got to slur your words, like yeah. you had some spiked eggnog. Yeah, no, it, but your parents never. Uh, your whole family didn't really treat us as if that was an odd thing of our age difference. No, we all we all laughed about it. it, it my was... parents, on the other hand, who were quite liberal, my dad thought I was going through a midlife crisis when we first started dating. He's like, you got you, you quit your job, you got a convertible, and you're dating a much younger guy. You got a convertible? When did well, you get a convertible? I got a new car. Oh. <laughs> but in his mind, it might as well have been a convertible. <laughs> Would you say that the top was off? Because you're, you're, you're a top? I'm glaring at you. Well, they can't hear you, glare. I, Silence is glaring. All I want for Christmas. Silence is glaring. If I'm quiet, I'm glaring. You, just so you know. Baby. Okay. Do you, do you not like my single? <laughs> uh, sounds like the chipmunks, but Next okay. Next question. Rude. <laughs> um, Shannon says, I don't really have a question, but I would like Mr. Christopher to admit that he likes your puns. He acts like he gets exasperated. <sighs> But I can tell deep, deep down, he secretly loves them. That's not going to happen. So, Daddy, this is an intervention, a Christmas intervention. <laughs> I'm glaring at you again. <laughs> I can't see you because this is an audio podcast. Um, what do you have to say to Shannon who asked this question? So, hmm. I, I know that people think I secretly enjoy them. And it's not that I don't enjoy them. It's just they. I don't think they're funny. I, I never thought puns were funny. I don't know why. 
and now you use them on a weekly basis to make other people laugh? You do. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You no. do. I try to, to no, keep up no, with no, you no, no, if no. I can think of something, but I'm not that clever. So you're way quicker than me. You're very clever. For instance, think of a Christmas pun. Go. Ho, ho, hold on there. You don't have any? No. <laughs> what about, like, I mean, think, okay, so think of something Christmassy. What what is what is something you see around the Christmas time? Presents. Okay. Make a joke. Go. There's no time like the presents. <laughs> what else? See, you're much better at this than I am. No, come on. You can do it. I I believe in you. I I I. There's no joy in this. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. We need to you're welcome. stock this conversation. Stuffed full of jokes. And sometimes it feels like Okay, you're they're not always good. They're not yeah, always yeah, good. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. Oh, God. Um, thank you for your question, Shannon. You, you also have to thank people when you're done answering the question. Thank you, Shannon. Uh, next question from Stefan says, Have you fetishized any Christmas traditions? For example, using bondage ties when trusting a turkey... Making pigs in a blanket look slightly suggestive. I don't know what you mean, Stefan. Um, or arranging Brussels sprouts and carrots on a Christmas meal to look to look like balls in a penis. Okay, that was very specific. So kind of like the American Pie movie where he fucked an American Pie. No, because we're talking about Brussels sprouts and vegetables. But well, yes. no, they have apple pie at Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, Christmas holidays. So have you ever fetishized oh, you know, holidays? I did once make a dirty snowman. Explain. I, I, um, uh, I created a snowman and I put a big penis on him. <laughs> was it made of a carrot? Nope. Oh, what did you use for the dick? Snow. Oh. I mean, it's part of the snowman. Would you say he had blue balls? He had ice. They're cold. Icy <laughs> balls. <laughs> I don't even have another ball for that. Yay! <laughs> okay. So is that fetishizing something? Um, I mean, it's making it kinky. See? It's no, it's no terrible holiday song, but it is, it is a kinky snowman. Okay. Yeah. Um, so next question. Uh, Wait, did we answer that question fully? I don't know. Do what do you you answer it? I I answered it. Well, so I mean, making a snowman can be kind of fetishy. I guess that's a good one. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I also made naughty Christmas cookies. Oh, there you. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'll put leather harnesses on the gingerbread man. I know. I was there with you. I know. You remember that party? <laughs> I do. Was a, that was, was a fun a bunch party. Of gay men with cookies. Uh, I would and love icing. to go to a Christmas decorating party again. That was fun. You should throw one. Ugh, so much work. I'll make the cookies. Really? Sure. Okay. I know how to bake. Okay. We can make them a special special Christmas cook, uh, kinky Christmas cookies. Alrighty. We can do an episode. Ooh, let's do a baking episode where we make Christmas cookies. Okay. Uh, well, let's we don't do have it. time. Mm. And then we're gonna be out of town for a few weeks. Anyway, next year. Next question. Yeah. Next question. We can do it for Valentine's Day. Well, now that I have a kitchen that we could actually film in, mm. we could do a lot more cooking episodes around like holidays, and that could be fun. Okay. Um, 
Next question from... It'll be like Drunk Kitchen. Like my Drunk Kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Next question from Pup Fennec. Uh, what would be your recommendation for gifts with the most impact? Uh, flogger? Paddles? <laughs> what? But what, what I think he's asking for a gift recommendation for someone looking for impact play toys. What would be your recommendation? Oh, a paddle. Wow, that answer had a real impact. Thank you for that. Well, I guess, are they looking for a thud or a sting? What are they? What is looking... your recommendation is what they're asking. Like a specific brand? Um... I, this question shouldn't be that difficult. But... <laughs> You're making it difficult. I answered the question. I said a battle. Um, I prefer leather over wood because uh, it has a better sound and wood hurts a lot more well it depends on the paddle um <laughs> although i do have a vibram soul paddle that's that's the most okay painful. this question got really so, complicated you wanted it to be complicated next question are you naughty or nice uh, <laughs> i i would say i'm super sweet okay you missed the or in that question <laughs> I would probably be naughty. Why? With a K-N? Yes. Naughty? Definitely. Speaking of, did you get our naughty Christmas sweater yet? No, where is it? Oh, it's probably still shipping. Oh. But we have we have naughty wait. Christmas sweaters. No, I love that design. Thank I can't you. wait to wear it. I, I, yeah, and if you haven't gotten it, you can still buy it. I don't know if you'll get it in time for the holidays, but you might be able to get rush shipping or just buy it for next year. You should get it in time for the holidays. Maybe. I, I it, it would depend on the shipping. Anyway. You can get that on our merch store. Subtle plug. Woohoo! Okay, lightning round. Um, best holiday pervertible. Um, candy cane. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about consent and mistletoe? Consent and mistletoe. Like you have to ask the mistletoe for consent? Oh my god! No, like. <laughs> This is the worst lightning round ever. <laughs> oh, so do you need to ask the person if you can kiss them before you kiss them under the mistletoe? Yes, that's what they're asking. Like, what do you uh, think the, like, what do you think about the whole ramifications of that with wow. consent culture? You're just like loading this with landmines. Um, oh, I don't know where I fall on that. I mean, obviously, if you kiss anyone, you want it to be consensual. Totally. But. but I don't know. That's, that's a, a tough, tough one. It is a tough one. I mean, don't kiss thing. someone that you don't have permission to kiss. That's going to be my answer. But if they're standing in the mistletoe, they're giving you permission. Um, if they're standing they, under the mistletoe, they they're walking under the mistletoe. Under <laughs> in which case, I would be like, no, thank you. And if you don't respect that, then you're a dick. There you go. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. It's like ready, family ready, ready. feud. And all over again. What did you get, again. puppy, for Christmas? <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, leather bondage straps. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I'll wear those out. Thank you. Um, and that's the last question, actually. Were you trying to sneak that out. in on the lightning no, round? No, <laughs> never. Yeah. But I do have a question for you, Daddy. What are yeah. some of your Christmas holiday traditions? Uh, Christmas cookies. Uh, my okay. mother used to make these candy cane cookies that I love. They're these like sugar cookies. I haven't had those in so long. Um, Why? Hmm? Why not? 
and I don't talk to her anymore. Oh, <laughs> which is part of family tradition or dynamics. You know, yeah, sometimes well, you grow apart from family. Super religious, and that's and, uh, okay because accepting. That's what chosen family exists for. Um, what else do I? Oh, uh, well, for Thanksgiving we do cranberry margaritas every year. That's true. Uh, That's not a Christmas tradition, which is what so, I. So, and I also for. have two Christmas <laughs> movies that I always like to watch. One is called Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunters, mm. and the other one is The Family Stone. Those are my two Christmas holiday. I really movies. like a Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, but only the Muppet Christmas Carol. We've version. never watched that. Well, we've never really had a chance to watch Christmas movies. So we have to do that this year. Well, we should. If that's your favorite. I love a Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah? Can yeah. You, will you cuddle with me and watch it? Well, duh. Okay. And we'll make peppermint Christmas cookies and cranberry margaritas. Okay, when are we going to do this? <laughs> By the way, our don't, schedule don't is jam Don't ruin my Christmas miracle. <laughs> no. I would love to do that. Well, we're going to be traveling again for the holidays. I know. Wow, why did you say it's so exasperated? Well, I'm traveling for the next three weekends. I know. Oh my it's going to be exciting. Okay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing about the holidays is there's so much. And when did it become so commercialized? Can I can I do a dati right now in a second oh, part a, a two? A second cup? Well, it's just, you know, Christmas used to be... Mainly for the kids to open presents and have, and then now it's just like you have to, you feel obligated to get everyone something or you don't love them or don't think they're appreciate or they don't think you appreciate them or da, da, da. everyone in your life you have to get something for. Well, and who society... has the time to do that? Well, a lot of Americans actually, but oh our society's God. very, um, I mean, they, they're very, they need things. They, 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 yeah, but I would much rather spend time with someone than material things because because more often than not the stuff that you get you don't actually need or want and people return and i don't know yeah no i'm always of the mindset of it's the thought that counts i i like the holidays because you get stuff for other people and like the grinch oh, <laughs> oh god there's nothing who scrooged that's the one i like i love scrooged yes he's in he's in a christmas carol I know. Especially in the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. I have never seen that. God bless us, everyone. No? I've never seen the Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, it's like the Christmas Carol, but with Muppets. No, I, so figured, better. I figured it out. Because everything's bit better with puppets. It's, it's not a secret. <laughs> well, it, it, just imagine a Christmas Carol, but with lots of hand puppets. Mm. Are you fetishizing them. Christmas again? Well, I mean, You're I've seen Kermit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those kermit memes where like he's showing his like open puppet hole yes okay yeah. that was the joke i was going for I, I i got it did you i'm green with envy really you're gonna jump to conclusions on that one <laughs> uh-huh no go ahead What's the, give me another one come on no i'm done is there a frog That's in it. your throat <laughs> <laughs> don't be such a piggy Miss Piggy? Are you done? Never. Oh my God. But speaking of done, uh, Daddy, guess what time it is? The end of the show? Yeah, yes. Why did that take <laughs> so long to guess? 
that was like the most perfect segment. I thought it was a trick question. I thought there was a segment I forgot that we were supposed to do. <laughs> it's like, no, no. We, we covered we covered John Legend rewriting a song. We covered yeah. Problematic Christmas. We yeah, covered yeah. some traditions, some questions, some sure. chosen family related things. I truly don't know that I can stuff these stockings anymore. <laughs> so with that not so subtle segue that you know that this is the end, right? Yes. Now? Okay. <laughs> I think. What do you have any last minute words? No, I just hope everyone enjoys each other and has time with the people they their chosen family or their biological family and everyone that they love, and that's what the season's all about. Yeah, because even though, you know, sometimes your normal family doesn't get you they ain't got nothing on your fabulous ass, and you can go home afterwards and spend time with the actual people that appreciate, love, and mm. respect you. Um, and if you're lonely during the holidays, you can always follow us, tweet at us, we'll respond and talk back to you as much as we can. But where can they do that, Daddy? Uh, I uh, Either Christopher Weston on Twitter, if you can find me. Um, cause I've been shadow banned. Oh. Um, or, uh, Mr. Christopher.com. <laughs> I'm so good at plugging myself, aren't I? <laughs> Do you need me to plug you? Do you need some plugs for Christmas? Yeah. Can you teach me how to plug myself? I don't know how oh, to plug myself. Okay. We'll do an episode on that. Yeah. And you can find me, uh, at pup underscore amp. Um, although, although not anymore, I just got pup amp without an underscore oh, and so my Instagram's back and it's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. So let me have one more tea moment here. Yeah. So my Instagram, for those that don't do Instagram tons, um, magically disappeared last week with no email or updates or anything like that. Which is so ironic because today I got a notification that they're taking a picture of mine down and then they gave me a laundry list of all the pictures they've taken down and oh said you God. might be shut down, uh, shut off. They didn't do that for you. No, they just shut me down. Uh, anyway, so I had a bunch of contacts with a bunch of high up people and different companies and, and even someone that was on Instagram that reached out nicely um, and none of them could tell me what happened. So we have no idea why you were turned back no, on. No, which is just the problem with censorship and these platforms that just blatantly and you know sweepingly just delete people for no reason, or at least no outward reason that makes sense. Yeah. And, and they pretend like they're somehow transparent and doing all this good and supporting all these communities. And it's just like, really? Yeah. Um, and, and But what I was really happy that it got turned back on because no, me too. what I didn't realize before it got shut off was... I relied on your Instagram because it's got a history of our lives together and all the events we've gone to and just being happy and I it's it's kinda like a photo album. No, that well that's really what it is. And that I mean that brings up an ethical question of like what happens when someone's entire history on a platform that they've spent, you know is just erased. Six, seven, even ten years worth of their life and what what happens when it's gone? Yeah, and it, especially so even when Tumblr closed down, they let you back up anything that you ever downloaded to them. They give you a, a, a backup. Yeah, and so if you work at a social media company, you're listening to this, like, get some fucking ethics on board in your fucking company. Wow. Well, no, I was really upset when my Instagram tea. was No, deleted. I know. Because, I, like, I lived through I was it. given no warning. I was given no, hey, you might break a rule by posting this or doing that. And I on top of no YouTube idea. and, and
And with that, happy holidays, everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then joy, joy, merry, merry. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> hey, let me turn on this heater. You could have said that. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back next week with tons of more holiday cheer, some uh, stockings to stuff, some holes to fill. Some plugs to plug. You, well, you can't plug a, a plug. I'm not, <laughs> oh, my God. And thank you guys for listening to What to Say for it. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I really can't stay. Get out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why are you pushing me away? Get out, get out, get out. <laughs> it really has Oh, been. my God, go. <laughs> So very nice. All right. Show me your hole. <laughs> what are you putting in? <laughs> Pass me the lube. <laughs> Is that the base or the end? <laughs> should we stop it now? You probably should. <laughs>